Well, good evening, everybody. It's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mare, Alberta, a.k.a. Public Enemy Number 1 for Easter Friday 2023. So, uh, I'm actually sitting on the patio at the Whistle Stop Cafe, you know, the patio that we built uh, well before COVID because, hey, we just like to drink uh, beers and have food on patios. And I'm anticipating a really great summer, lots of fun, lots of patio time, lots of sun and, and you know, bright blue skies as we see all the time here in Alberta because Alberta is beautiful. Then I mentioned that we see bright blue skies here all the time, winter and summer. It's amazing. It's one of the things I like the most about Alberta. And one of the things that surprised me the most about winters in Alberta was the clear blue sky. Anyway. As some of you have already seen and have already commented on calling me things like a jackass and uh, an ignoramus and controlled opposition and a government agent and a UCP and all of these brain dead things that we call people that we don't agree with, um, you've seen that I said something about chemtrails. Oh my goodness. Just because I don't agree that every single line in the sky is chemicals being sprayed on us from above, all of a sudden I'm a bad guy and I don't know what I'm talking about. And I should stick to things that I know best, like being a criminal. Seriously, some of those folks drive me to drink. Uh, and by the way, I'm not a criminal. Never been convicted of a crime. Never in my life. Um, unless you think pouring coffee and serving burgers is a criminal offense. And if so, you're an idiot. Go away. Anyway, um... So the response and the engagement on that post I did talking about chemtrails really brought up, uh, it really made me think about something. And what it made me think is um, we're going to lose. Yeah. The reason I say that is because people seem unable or unwilling to use their own heads and to think about things critically. And if anybody challenges them to think about something, they immediately go into this crazy berserker mode and lash out. So two years ago, somebody who might have been like, yeah, Chris, I'm with you. We're always with you. Freedom, rah, 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 um, is now Chris's controlled opposition and received a million dollars from the UCP because he doesn't believe that every line in the sky is chemtrails. It's sad, really. What I see happening is the same thing that comes from the other side. Yeah from the NDP. They take a little bit of truth and they mix it with some lies and they try and dilute the lies with the truth just enough so that people believe it and believe it they do. People actually believe right now that the UCP government and Daniel Smith are going to uh, uh, make it so you have to pay for hospital visits. The most asinine thing I've heard on the radio in the last couple months, but people believe it. Why? Because they want to. Um, and from our side, People believe that the UCP and Daniel Smith are WEF and they're all infiltrated and they're all corrupt and bought off and they're all tyrannical Nazis. They believe it. Why? Because they want to believe it. Is it true? It is absolutely not true. But the same thing happens on both sides. And it's really disturbing. My comments today about chemtrails was that while there may be something going on that we need to deal with, it's important not to conflate everything we see in the sky with the problem because when we do we're watering down the truth so much um, that the lie becomes more prevalent than the truth do you get what i'm saying 
If you're going to say that every person in the UCP is a tyrant, well, that's, I mean, that's not true. It waters down the truth that some of them are tyrants and we need to deal with it. But in the end, all that happens is, well, nothing. Because actions become based on lies from both sides. So that is why we, that is why we will lose unless people decide to, you know, change the way they think and look at the world and view other people. But ha, how many times have we seen that happen over history, right? So um, today's a great day. It's Easter Friday, Good Friday. And uh, I had the opportunity to speak with a man named Chris Lysak. Now, if any of you have been following the page or really not living under the rock over the last, for the last 400 plus days, you would know that Chris Lysak is one of the people who have been locked up in jail in Riemann uh, without having a trial for over 400 days. He's been alienated from his family. He's lost his livelihood, uh, his house, his money, his family connections, his friend friendship connections, all without ever having been convicted of a crime. Now, whether or not he's innocent or guilty of the charges before him is not what I'm talking about. What I'm getting at is that he hasn't had the opportunity to be represented in court and punished accordingly to his crimes, if there were any crimes at all. But he's already serving the sentence and he's already suffered the consequences of said crimes, which haven't hasn't been determined if he even committed them. Anyway, the reason I bring that up, uh, first off, is I want, to re I want to remind you that there are four men still sitting in jail for f over 400 days with no trial and uh, being denied bail hearings because apparently the police are scared of them. And the reason they're in jail is because somebody has mixed some truth with a bunch of lies. The truth is, though, those four men wanted to stand up for themselves. Talking to Chris today, he said he wanted to stand up for himself and his children and other people's children so that the government wouldn't be able to tell them what they put in their bodies. That's an honorable thing to do. That's an honorable thing to stand up for. Regardless of which side of the COVID uh, fence or the vaccine fence or chemtrails fence you're on, that's an honorable thing to do to fight for people's choice to, uh, choice to um, choose over their medical interventions, what goes in their body. But what's happened is there's a bunch of lies mixed in there and all you have to do is just really go on the mainstream media and Google it. They'll tell you that these men are white supremacists, that they're Nazis, that they have ties to extremist groups like Archer Pulowski, who is also not an extremist. I don't agree with all his views, but an extremist uh, he is not. So the news has painted this picture of these guys. The police has paint, have painted the picture of these guys that if they're out on bail, that they'll feel unsafe. <laughs> wow. You see how that works? A little bit of truth mixed in with a whole bunch of lies, watered down the truth to the point where there's four men in jail without a trial, lives already destroyed. And the same thing goes with our political parties. The Independence Party just did something really stupid, which is they removed the leader of the party without consulting the members or the CAs first. Uh, their bylaws and policy justified them in doing so, I'll, granted, but that doesn't take away from the fact that the members didn't like it made a bad choice and they're suffering the consequences for it now they may have had to make that choice for a good reason there's a lot of truth behind what they're saying 
And from the other side, there's some truth as well. But there's so much drama and so much pandering to people's emotions that 90% of people that are looking at that from the outside in have no way of determining what is actually the truth and what's just an emotional response to what somebody said. You know, come right back to the chemtrail thing. People look up in the sky, they see a dozen vapor trails, or chemtrails, who knows, in the sky, and immediately they have an emotional response, and their emotional response is they're angry because the government is spraying us with stuff. How can they tell? Because they look up and see it. Trust your eyes, Chris, they say. Well, there's a lot more to trust than just your eyes. And if you don't believe me, just uh, Google David Copperfield and look at some of his stuff, because your eyes can deceive you. Your ears can sometimes deceive you as well which is why it's important that you can take this information from all of your senses and come to a conclusion that's both reasonable and probable and plausible. But we don't do that. We immediately hear what we want to hear. We see what we want to see. You know, and, and if you're one of those people, then you know, go, go watch Stu Peters. He's great at that. He mixes a little bit of truth with a whole bunch of lies and makes people feel an emotional response and makes a shit ton of money doing it. And a bunch of you are going to be mad at me for saying that about Stu Peters, but it's true. Our side does this too. You think that the left or the liberals or the Democrats are the only ones that prey on people's emotions and try and get a response so they get more support? No, that comes from our side too. You know, Stu Peters told you that somebody was responsible for ending all the mandates because they proved that COVID doesn't exist. That was a whole lot of horseshit completely false totally untrue not a shred of truth in it and i can tell that i can tell you that for a fact because i read the court transcripts it was nothing to do with that and yet people believe it and now because i'm shining some light on it and telling the truth about it people will be upset at me because they think that even though he might have be embellishing things at least we're on the same side so we can we should let it slide right or wrong that's why we're split 49.5 to 50.5 in everything we do is because people are too willing to allow people on their side to keep spreading lies and misinformation and twisting the truth because it suits their agenda. Makes sense? It's what's happening. It doesn't make sense, especially considering that a lot of people that are standing up for themselves or supposedly standing up for others are saying that they want to make some good change. We have to get the tyrants out of government and put in good people. And then these good people that we think that we should be putting into government are doing the same things and we're allowing it because they're on our side. Well, you know what? I will, I'm, I'm not going to make a good politician because I won't do that. I, I'm not really that. I'm not really afraid of hurting somebody's feelings because I say it's asinine to say that everything in the sky with a track is chemicals. That's the truth. If you don't like it, go watch Stu Peters. You can have a great echo chamber of uh, misinformation and twisted truth there, and you'll be very, very happy. But it's not going to get you anywhere. And that's why I say we'll lose. But there is hope, because people might change. Um, I think that's all I had to say. Um, just been a really, really strange day watching how this unfolds and watching people's response when somebody says something counter to what they say. You get all these tough guys coming out on Facebook, calling people names, and the internet explodes, and you know the average post reach on my page right now is about 12,000 people. This one jumps up to 35,000, because so many people are like, oh my goodness, Chris is bought off. P.S. 
the UCP did not pay me a million dollars for anything. Nobody bought me. They probably wouldn't want to buy me because I would call out their shit as well. Um, this whole idea that because I don't blindly follow uh, everything that people from our side say means that I'm on the opposite side is completely ludicrous. Right from the very beginning, I wanted to be able to do business. I wanted to run my business. I want to pour coffees. I want to do. I want to um, serve hamburgers. I want to operate my restaurant. I want people to leave me the fuck alone. Not good people to come here to, to visit, but government and people that tell me that I have to do something for my own safety when it's completely ludicrous. I want to be left alone. I don't have a campaign against airplanes. I don't believe that everything is spraying chemicals on us. I don't believe politicians eat babies. I just want to live my life in peace and quiet and serve burgers and pour coffee. But I've found that that's not going to be possible unless we do something. So I stand up and try and do something about it. And I suggest, if you want to do something about it as well, you should probably have a really, really good look in the mirror and ask yourself if the things that you're campaigning for are worthwhile, for starters, are plausible. And if, and if going down that path is going to get you anywhere or anybody else anywhere. There's a lot of people that I see on the internet um, today and they've destroyed their lives completely. Like lost their wives, lost their homes, lost their kids because they're out cruising around trying to convoy two hour, two, two years, or, or pardon me, a year and a half after the convoy ended. And for what? What's accomplished besides a life destroyed and a family broken? Is the juice worth the squeeze? Or should we just focus on a solution which has always been standing up for ourselves and saying enough is enough and not complying. Because, you know, no matter what the problem is around us, no matter if they're, they are lizard people or the earth is flat or there are chemicals being sprayed or there are aliens amongst us. There goes one right now, Roger. Definitely an alien. All of those things have the same solution. And that's just say, saying no. We're not going to live underneath you in, in, in a tyrannical society. Stand up for ourselves and say no. In the, in the scope of Alberta, it's standing up to Canada and saying, no, Mr. Trudeau and Ottawa, we're not going to allow you to interfere on our sovereign jurisdictional rights as a province, as a sovereign member state of this confederation. And if you want us to, we say we're not going to. That's all we have to do. It's very simple. We don't have to go chasing every cloud in the sky. We don't have to go berate everybody. We don't have to go and... Um, stand on politicians' front lawns and call them tyrants. All we have to do is say enough is enough. We're not going to do it. And I think that would be more effective. Anyway, that's just what I think. So um, please let the internet bashing commence. Uh, I'm very proud of my badges of honor of people disagreeing with me online and calling me names. Uh, it means you're watching my stuff, and it means I've struck a nerve. And I think... If I'm striking a nerve, you'll probably pay attention to what I'm saying. And maybe someday it'll mean something. Maybe it never will. I don't know. But at least you're watching, so thank you very much. Have a great evening. And remember, it's pizza day here at the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mirror, Alberta. And because I have a couple extra staff on today, if you want it delivered, Alex, Mirror, I don't know about Bashaw. It's a little far. You know, close to Mirror, we'll deliver for you. But we're not going to do it for free because nothing in life is free, especially gasoline. Gasoline is ridiculously expensive. So is pizza. And the natural gas it takes to fire the pizza oven. 
Did you know that we just started paying more for all that energy? Because we haven't had the balls to stand up to the federal government and say enough is enough? Yeah. Looking forward to the electricity bills once the AC kicks in this summer, folks. Have a great afternoon, and I hope to hear, see you here at the Whistlestop Cafe in Mira, Alberta.